Welcome back to Investigating Injustice, the podcast where we dig deep into discrimination all across the world. I'm Carly Bush, and today is April 2nd, 2020. We are filming from the southern town of Franklin, Kentucky, and I sure do have a great book to talk to you guys about today. I will be discussing the novel Black Like Me. Black Like Me is a book that was written by John Howard Griffin, a white journalist in the 1950s. Throughout the novel, the author takes us through a journey of what racism truly holds for the blacks as well as the whites. When he first started this project in 1959, the civil rights movement had not kicked off. So what he was getting into was a lot of trouble. Griffin started his journey by taking pigmentation pills to transition his skin from white to black and it worked successfully. He had decided that he would not change the man he was, and the only thing that would be different would be his skin color. He was able to stray away from his old life in Mansfield, Texas, with a wife and children, to a new life as an African American in the South. Throughout his travels, he had many stories to tell from the places he visited in Louisiana, Alabama, Mississippi, and Georgia. He got a basis of what life would be like in Louisiana but he did not get the full experience of racism in the South until he reached the states of Mississippi and Alabama. His friends he had met in New Orleans had warned him that this was not a good idea as he had no idea what he was getting himself into. The experiences that he went through here really exposed him to what racism truly was and he was so defeated that he eventually started to transform back into a white man. He knew he could not end it there So from this point, he had begun to transfer back and forth between the two races to experience one location as each race. He was able to see that when he was a white man, whites would be so kind and blacks would not trust or understand him. On the other hand, when he was a black man, blacks would treat him with kindness while whites would give him cold stares and treat him with hostility. He was able to finish his work and it was published for the world to see where he was treated with congratulatory messages as well as hate. His family did not feel safe and they had a plan to move to Mexico as people were threatening their family. Now, you're probably wondering how Griffin was able to entrance his audience to get such an uprise of people reading this book. Well, the structure of this book would be in a memoir form. A memoir is a chronological story of your life with the experiences that are important to the message you were trying to get across. Griffin does this excellently as he told his story chronologically in a diary type form to share the progression of his time as a black man in the South. This structure contributed to the novel as the author was very straightforward and everything he wrote about related back to his point in the project. He was able to keep the reader interested as he kept to the point and only wrote about important events that would relate back to his overall message. When I first started reading this book, I was very worried about the things people would say about it as I did read it in 2020. With so many people very sensitive to this topic till this day, I could not imagine what they would say now. Also, I could not imagine what people would say about this project back then with the civil rights movement not even occurring yet. I imagine this is a situation of blackface and I saw it very disrespectfully. However, I was very intrigued at the thought of what the author would find because I have always wondered the same thing as I could never experience it firsthand. 
My initial thoughts did change because he handled this transition very sophisticatedly. I did not take this project as a racist innuendo and I did not take it as him being degrading to African Americans. So my viewpoint changed as I read it. Also, I felt like it was a very enlightening thing for me to read, a white person, to understand more about racism in the South at that time. John Howard Griffin was born in 1920 in Dallas, Texas. He is most well known for what we have been discussing as he went to see what segregation was like on the other side of the color line. He grew up just like other white people, seeing the black race as inferior as he grew up being exposed to that type of thought process. After being wounded in a war with Shrapnel, he gained a new outlook on life, seeing that you should not judge a man based on the color of his skin. He was paralyzed and blind, and he had to force himself into new hobbies as his lifestyle was different. He looked towards religion, and he recovered from these problems. With this miracle he had endured, he knew anything was possible, and he wanted to bridge the gap between the races. This is what got him started on the project I have spoken about with you guys this episode. Another book I have read that we have already dug into on this podcast is Barracoon. It is about a former slave, Cujo Lewis, and his stories about being one of the last slaves into America. Zora Neale Hurston did the interviews, and she's trying to look inside the viewpoint of something she would not know about. She was able to gain a new insight as there are so many books about slavery, but almost none of them are people who actually went through this. Furthermore, this made her seek out Cujo as he is the last survivor alive from the Middle Passage. John Howard Griffin and Zora Neale Hurston both do the same as they both try to gain insight on something you would think they would never be able to experience due to their race, like Griffin, or the time period they were born, like Hurston. Now, you're probably tired of hearing all these facts, so how about we add a little fun to this episode? I have a challenge for you viewers at home. Find someone, whether it be your neighbor or your grandfather, and learn about their past. You may be able to gain some insight of an event in history like Griffin and Hurston did. Whoever does this and submits their story to our email will be entered for a drawing. I will be giving away an Amazon gift card for $200. You are going to want to get your hands on that. Last week's winner is... Dakota Short. Yay! Congratulations, Dakota. Thank you for listening in and participating. I will call you personally by the end of the day to get our details in order. Everyone here at the studio appreciates every single person who listens to this podcast. Last but not least, I would recommend this book to all you listeners out there. You'll be able to see what social injustice was like at the break of the civil rights movement from not just one race, but from both the white and the black perspective. On a scale from 1 to 10, I would rate this book as an 8. As the book was really interesting and had a good message, but it wasn't one of those books that I couldn't just put down. Remember, feel free to donate if you enjoy listening to this podcast and want it to continue. I want to thank you all for listening and come back next week for some more Investigating Injustice, where I will be hosting a special guest. (music) Thank <music> you.